I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. So today we're going to do the premiere. We've been taking a break. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to do the premieres preview um, for summer nights in June. Woo! I can't believe we're in summer already. I know. It didn't feel like it today, though. It was like 39 degrees outside this morning when I went to walk the dogs. I know. I loved it. I wish it would stay. <laughs> I know, because even in this afternoon, like when I went to walk them, I was like, man, it's really nice out here. It's like warm enough that you don't need like a jacket, but like not so hot that you're like ready to turn around and go back inside immediately. Yeah, it's really nice. This is my kind of weather. So June the 5th, we have You Had Me at Aloha with Pascal Hutton and Kevon Smith. When the host of a popular travel show resigns, the network enlists Paige to step in for the next season set in Hawaii. Unbeknownst to her, they have also hired Ben, who likes to push everything to the extreme. As these two new co-hosts clash over their opposing ideas for production, they grapple with the fact that not only do they need each other to further their careers, but they also balance each other on and off the screen. Ah, the summer version of Good Morning Christmas. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just what we wanted. Yeah. And then it's like um, Pascal and Kevin are kind of becoming a, you know... What do you I call was them? I was thinking like they're the like the B team power couple or something. Mm-hmm. Not that they're really B team, but they're not as high profile as like Lacey Chabert and Brendan Elliott, you know? Yeah. But they're you know, they're it's surprising that they're in so many things, I feel like, though. Because like Wind Calls the Heart, they are not just in Wind Calls the Heart together. They are a couple in Wind Calls the Heart together. Mm-hmm. And so they've been together for a long time now on that show. And then they had that m- wedding one and there were two of them. Yeah. Which was a summer movie also. I, I guess they just, they just like working together, I guess. I don't know. But it is funny. Like, because I don't think, well, I mean, I don't know. I didn't look this up. Do they work together before Wind Calls the Heart? Or did they get together with Wind Calls the Heart Hallmark realized, hey, they're actually really good together. And then they started casting them. No idea. I didn't know either one of these people before When Calls a Heart. So yeah, I didn't know any of these people until I watched that wedding movie. And then you were like, oh, yeah, they're in When Calls the Heart together. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, and at first I thought, well, I wonder if they decided to put this together because they were filming like around the time when calls the heart was finishing filming so because of like covid restrictions and stuff maybe just put them together that makes sense Um, but like if that were the case and i could see the benefit of doing it if it was a canadian movie or pacific northwest where you're like got you have this like same look as kind of when calls the heart not the time period but the mountains and you know, the cooler weather and stuff like that. But this is Hawaii. So it's not even like they just stayed in Canada and didn't have to stay a couple of extra weeks, tag on a couple of extra weeks for quarantine because Canada still really shut down. Yeah, you make a good point. And, you know, you talking about it being in Hawaii reminded me, I am about 95% sure that Alexa Pena Vega and her husband Carlos live in Hawaii. So why not cast the people who live in Hawaii already to be in a Hallmark movie? Because they're already part of the Hallmark family. So I feel like that would have been easier. 
Well, she's also pregnant, though. Oh, I forgot about that. But I mean, how pregnant is she, right? Like when they would have filmed this, I feel like they've dealt with pregnancies before and they get there are ways to get around it. I mean, there are ways to get around it. Um, maybe not in your bathing suit, though. So we'll see if there's bathing suit scenes. Yeah. But I think I also wonder, is it really filmed in Hawaii? Yes. It yeah, is? it is. Because okay. I've been seeing a lot of previews for it and they have the whole, you know, behind the scenes like, we're in Hawaii. It's so pretty. Blah, blah, blah. So it's actually in Hawaii, which is actually nice. Yeah. That is nice. So I I don't know. I don't have an answer to your question other than the fact that Alexa is prego. That might be all the answer we need. Or maybe Um, they just couldn't do it or didn't want to do it, you know? I guess so. That that could also be true. I just feel like that would have been a very logical choice. And I would be curious to know if Hallmark asked them and they refused. Or if they were just like, we want Pascal and Kevin. And then they just went with it. I mean, I don't know anything about this other than what I just told you. Maybe one of them is producing it or something like that. Hmm. And so they kind of pulled the other one in. There's a thought because that does happen a lot on these movies. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) But it's on the 5th. It's on the 5th. And And it's in Hawaii. (laughs) So we'll be watching it. Yes, we will. It'll probably get a 5 for setting. Probably. You know, as an aside, my aunt is in Hawaii right now on vacation. Yeah, I'm very jealous (laughs) because I want to go on a trip and I just can't bring myself to go on a trip. Oh, I'm going to the beach this weekend. Tomorrow. Lucky you. I'm trying to look up. This is like way off topic, but I am trying to look up something for Memorial Day weekend because I'm taking the Friday off beforehand and I'm like four days. I can maybe do something fun. I have no idea what to do. I'll probably just be home. (laughs) Uh, Why am I like this? Okay. Moving on. Especially since you're fully vaccinated. Yes. You can basically do whatever you want to now. In theory. (laughs) No, in reality, they're just not telling. No, I know in reality, but I mean, in theory, in my mind, it's hard to get past that. Like, even just today... The CDC came out with, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks anymore, indoors or outdoors. And I don't feel comfortable with that. (laughs) Apparently, the amount of people who are spreading COVID and dying of COVID after having the vaccine Mm -hmm. is like super minimal. I think there's like 88 people out of 8 million people. That's like one in a million chance that you would get COVID and die from it after having the vaccine. That's pretty good. It is pretty good, but Carrie, you're forgetting one glaring issue, and that is my anxiety (laughs) and my sixth brain spiraling like I could be one in a million. But also, it's not that I think I'll actually die from it. I just don't like getting sick, period. So I don't even want to have to deal with that, even if I survive. So understandable. I still think you can do whatever you want to do. You should you should talk to your counselor about it. Work it out. I'll put it on the very long list of things to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, where do you want to start? I'm like, well, everything kind of rolls together. So I don't know. (laughs) This is like, you know, when we were talking about this and I said the first time I went to a counseling session, the the lady's like, well, not the first time because the first time is like the introductory thing. But the second Mm -hmm. time she was like, so what do you want to talk about today? And I was like. Oh my gosh. I had so much anxiety about that question. I was like, I messaged my friend who has been in therapy for lots of years. She loves it. She cannot 
say enough good things about how it has helped her. And I was like, I didn't even know what to, like, I don't know what, I didn't have anything to talk about. I didn't know she was going to ask me that. And she's like, I've literally never gone in and then ask me, what do you want to talk about? Me not had anything. I was like, this is because I don't feel my feelings. Oh, Carrie. Yeah, because I'd go in and give like multiple choices, like pick your poison. We can go down any path. (laughs) Oh, Oh, this conversation took a tangent. This is our endorsement for uh, therapy. You're welcome, everyone. (laughs) And and following government regulations on COVID. (laughs) Get vaccinated. (laughs) Okay, bringing it back, bringing it back. June 12th, The Baker's Son. Not a great title, by the way. Nope. Uh, It was a working title for a while, and I thought maybe they would change it, but apparently not. But they couldn't think of anything else. That sounds, okay, this is another tangent, but it's a short one. (laughs) We haven't talked in a long time. (laughs) I know, this is the explosion of, like, podcast deprival. Um. I don't even know if deprival is a word. Anyway, the tangent is, this is like whenever I had my working title for my book and I'm like, the doctor's widow, (laughs) the widow's (laughs) doctor. This is what I'm going with. And then I almost, no, I was never going to keep it. But this makes me think of that. They shouldn't have kept it. Anywho, the summary. Matt's passion transforms his bread from bland to brilliant. But when his bread loses its magic, the island locals panic and turn to Annie, Matt's childhood friend and true love, for help. What island? I was just thinking the same thing. I I remembered putting this in here. Did not remember that. It makes me wonder. So my mind immediately goes to like a northern island, like with fairies, kind of like northwest Uh type deal. But maybe we'll get lucky and have another tropical island. Maybe. Do you think we'll get lucky and have another bread kneading scene? (laughs) Oh, gosh. We probably will. (laughs) Where do we think it falls on the scale of mix-up in the Mediterranean to sugar and spice holiday? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think it's going to be better than mix-up in the Mediterranean, but not as good as the sugar and spice. I think that's probably a pretty safe bet. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, Eloise, we haven't seen much of her, but she notably, has been in A Veteran's Christmas from Hallmark and then Christmas with Holly, which might actually be a Hallmark movie, but it's like eight years old, nine years old. But in both of those movies, she played with Sean Ferris. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was like, huh, they were in two Christmas movies together. They're like the the Z-list power couple. Well, Uh, what I I found was interesting is Eloise and Brandt were in Fifty Shades together. Yeah, I saw that too. I remember who she was, but I couldn't place who Sawyer was when I saw his name. I was like, who's Sawyer? Wait a second. Is that Christian's brother? I have no no idea. I don't think so. I don't remember who he is. But Brandt, for me, he was in Hallmark's Mingle All the Way with Jen Lilly. Mm -hmm. But he was also in a Christmas movie, Christmas, from last year on Up TV. And I almost did a video on this. I'll probably do a video this year because this movie cracked me up. It was so funny. It was basically where they get- That's not the one that you hated. That's the one you liked. Yeah, it's the one I liked where, although now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, so the premise is these two sisters get stuck in a Christmas movie and basically live out storylines. The one sister falls for Brant. And now that I'm remembering, Brant was actually kind of creepy in that movie because he left her all these like notes like in her bedroom and on her windows and it was actually kind of stalkerish <laughs> not in a cute way 
<laughs> Where is but, the line between endearing and stalkerish? <laughs> I don't know, but it probably helps that him and his wife wrote the movie and him and his wife are the ones who fell in love in the movie because they both acted in it. So, oh. yeah, but that's Brand. I like him. I think he's a cutie, but that's yeah, what I, I like think of. I like Mingle all the way a lot. And I like, he was also in Pretty Little Liars, which is mm. where I visually recognize him from. I feel like he's in a lot of non-Hallmark like Christmas movies or these rom-coms. I wonder why he chooses, or maybe Hallmark just hasn't called him back. That could also be the case because <laughs> I would like to see him in more Hallmark movies. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Okay, well, that's The Baker's Son. All right. On the 19th, another great movie title, Her Pen Pal. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. Mallory Jan- Jansen and Josh Sass. Event planner Victoria can't wait to attend and plan her best friend's wedding in Paris. Woo! But when she finds out her ex is bringing a date, Victoria reconnects with her French childhood pen pal. And Mallory, you will remember, was in On the Twelfth Date of Christmas, one of our not favorite movies last year. Uh-huh. Tyler Hines, Only Saving Grace. And then Josh Sass, I actually do not know him. I wrote down that he was in television shows Rogue, Gallivant, and No Tomorrow, but I've never seen any of those. Okay, well, let me step in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, first of all, I wanted to say that Josh is British, not French, so I'm not looking forward to this French accent. But anyway. Surprise, so, surprise. Yeah. I thought Josh maybe and, he was going to be Canadian. but Oh, that's what I was hoping, but nope. So Josh and Mallory were in Gallivant together. Loved that show. It was actually a musical, like in medieval times kind of thing. It was really funny. And then... Josh was also in No Tomorrow with Tori Anderson. I don't think you'd recognize her name, but I think you'd recognize her in by picture. She was in Spotlight on Christmas from last winter, which wasn't a Hallmark movie, but she was in Return to Christmas, and, and which was a Hallmark Christmas movie with Stephen Hussar. But then I also wanted to say that Josh... I, I looked at the dates. He hasn't, this is the first thing he's acted in since 2017. And 2017 is when his engagement with Kylie Minogue ended. Is there a correlation there? Maybe. I just thought it was interesting. That's like a four year hiatus. Yeah. I don't know. I got nothing for you. Okay. Well, I guess we'll move on then. <laughs> I <laughs> or, am curious we... to know. I searched this to try to find out if it was actually filmed in Paris. That's what I was going to ask. Do we know if it's on location? It did not say on location in the Hallmark Summer Nights thing. Let me see if they put it on location for the hall. Man, um, if we filmed in Hawaii and if I have to listen to a fake French accent, we better be in real France. Neither one of them say on location. So there's a there's a chance. Oh, man. This makes me think of that stupid Summer Villa movie with what's her face? Victor um, Webster and Hillary Burton. Yeah, those two. They were supposed to be in France. Were they? No. And you could tell. And it looked terrible. Ugh. Not looking forward to that. You better not let Stephanie down on this one. Don't let me down, please. Okay. I think this one sounds interesting, though. It's different. It's like not a normal storyline. So I appreciate that. We'll see. We'll see. Reserving judgment. Yeah, but the the Paris thing could kill it for you. If it wasn't Paris and it was just she went somewhere where her pen pal was. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if she actually ever met her pen pal. I guess we'll find out. Yep. Okay. So now the best for last. Actually, we don't know that. June 26th is Sand Dollar Cove with Chad Michael Murray and Ali Mashaka. So real estate development project manager Ellie 
is sent by her company to the quaint seaside Connecticut town of Sandeller Cove to acquire the beachfront property they've chosen as the site of their new resort. Brody, the charming local who holds the deed, wants to make sure the town's beloved pier, where many memories have been made over the years, remains intact. Ellie and Brody spend time together while she tries to figure out a way to make the deal work and the undeniable connection between them grows, based on the book by Nancy Nagel. And also non-Ireland, as luck would have it. (laughs) (laughs) Is this not basically the exact same (laughs) storyline? It is the exact same storyline. One we have seen a lot. Uh, This time in Connecticut. I do think the town name of Sand Dollar Cove is really cute, though. It is. And I would be interested. I've not been to Connecticut. Me either. But... I'm curious to know if they have lots of sand dollars because when I read Sand Dollar Cove, forgetting that I had written this like a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. I um, forgot that this was in Connecticut and I was thinking it was going to be in the Pacific Northwest because I used to go to Oregon when I was a kid and one of my favorite things was trying to find sand dollars there. Hmm. So I was kind of expecting it to be that side so i'm i mean surely they've got to have sand dollars if they call it sand dollar cove i mean you would think i don't know so this is based off a book like i said and i looked up the book and so you know i've been looking at a lot of like book stuff do you have the cover in front of you yep this cover does not look professionally done it looks self-published no i'm not gonna say self-published because that's bad and that's a dig when that shouldn't be but it looks not professional i'll leave it at that because the words and the picture don't connect. Well, and the photo looks like a photo that, like, I took of you and your boyfriend or husband on the beach. And yeah, then and you, you put in your frame at home. Yeah. It, that's exactly what it looks like. And yet, this was published, it says, by Crossroads Publishing House. So I was like, is this a real publishing house? Or is this, like, me, you know, publishing under my own publishing name, hopefully to grow? But no, it's a real publishing place they deal with books for spiritual living and religious thought so i don't know how this got past their team did they make this into a movie like i mean obviously they're making into a movie now but like sometimes like when they make a movie they would then take a photo from the movie and put it as the cover oh so i was wondering if it was maybe like one of these christian like not very expensive makes of a movie that was then used as the cover. I see what you're saying. Um, Let me search. I didn't think of that. Let's see. We've got Amazon. There's a Sand Dollar Cove, Costa Rica. Um, Count me in. I know. It doesn't look like it was a movie, or at least it's not on the first page of Google. So, okay. Well, I'm guessing we're safe. It's just, it's so random. But I was also going to read the book blurb because it's a little different than the hallmark movie the photo on imdb for this did you is is a sand castle that's what it's called no sand dollar cove has a picture of a sand sand castle as the photo oh my gosh let me search this what is happening with these people you could have used a picture of a sand dollar (gasps) it literally doesn't even have the title or anything on it no what is this terribleness Oh, you know what? It's them. If you click on it, they're building a sandcastle, but they're so far away from each other, they don't fit in the photo. Somebody didn't upload the correct specs for this. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) And funny enough, there's 29 photos on here. Wow. 
So I wonder... Here they are shooting with masks. Yep. And there's a truck. She looks so different with dark brown hair. It, it's kind of crazy. But she anyway, um, she's mostly from Disney stuff like years ago. And then she also sings with her sister. So Allie and AJ. Oh, okay. That's the concert me and Jade went to a few years ago when oh. my car broke down. Uh, womp womp. I know. What a time. Okay. Are you ready for this summary? Yes, I'm ready for it. Okay. Growing up, Ellie Eversall spent nearly every summer in Sand Dollar Cove at her grandparents' beach house, working at their shops on the old fishing pier. After a hurricane and a nor'easter damaged the pier and the shops nearly beyond repair, Ellie returns to town to help rebuild. She even launches the Buy a Board campaign to raise funds for the plight. Holden Moore is back in Sand Dollar Cove, too. He broke Ellie's heart years ago. But he's pulling every Romeo trick in the book to win her back now. Yet there's more to Holden's agenda, and it doesn't include saving the pier. Brody Rankin is eager to scout the location for his company's new mega warehouse near a quaint North Carolina beach town. The online request for handyman assistance for the Buy a Board campaign in Sand Dollar Cove gives him the perfect reason to head to the East Coast, check out the area, and contribute to a good cause. He'd only have to leave half of his playboy surfer lifestyle behind for a little while. There are plenty of waves in the Atlantic, but when he meets Ellie Eversall, she really gets the surf up, and he's tempted to toss his playboy ways out with the tide. <laughs> So this is different. Not not the same at all. Nope. I mean, they switched her character with the Brody character. And I don't, I think they dropped the love triangle of Holden. And they <laughs> dropped the saving the pier. Yeah. And which they honestly, I think would have made a more compelling Hallmark story. Like it's not the normal, right? I mean, they do do these things where they're trying to save things, but there are so many of these like real estate development things going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think Chad's going to be a playboy in this movie. I mean, is he just a playboy because of his face? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and he appears to be the local, not the girl. It's just so wild how they adapt these books to movies and what they decide I'm going to keep and change. Like yeah. why even use the book? Because you've essentially created your own Hallmark movie that you've made before. Okay, so this does say that Brody wants to ensure that the town's beloved pier, where many memories have been made over the years, remains intact. So there is a thing about the pier. I had already forgotten about it because that stupid summary is so long. I know. It really is. But they definitely swapped them. Yeah. And did, did they say it was in North Carolina? In that. Yep, but no longer. We're no. in Connecticut. What's, what's wrong with North Carolina, guys? That's a good question because we know they have filmed here. Yep. And I doubt they filmed in Connecticut, like for real. Yeah. Anywho, do you want to try to rank these on how we think they're going to be? Yeah. Okay. Let me look at this now. I know. I didn't do this ahead of time. So here is my dilemma. Do I rank something higher because of it being on location? Or do I rank something higher based on the people I like? I mean, which one do you think? Which one do you think is going to have the biggest impact to you? To whether you oh, like the movie the most? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with people. So number one for me is going to be Sand Dollar Cove. You had me at Aloha. Okay. Secondly, mine is going to be you had me at Aloha. Sand Dollar Cove. <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. Thirdly is her pen pal, which yep. could only move up possibly if it's actually in Paris. It might trump Hawaii. 
to be determined. And then lastly, the bigger son. I agree with that. Okay. Well, we will see how that pans out. That's all for now. Bye, guys. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently, those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen. And our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.